Hey, Clearview Community Church. My name is Pastor Zach. Thank you so much for joining me from wherever you are and just letting me be a part of this moment. Have you ever come into a conversation halfway? You see a group of people and you just walk over to see what they're talking about and you're just listening, looking in. You're too embarrassed maybe to really ask. So you just assume that you've picked up enough and you see yourself nodding and going, mm-hmm, ah, yes, of course. And now you feel like you're part of a conversation, but you don't really understand what's going on. Or maybe even worse, you've been talking to somebody for a while and something they have said sparks a thought in your mind. And you kind of just zone out into your own little personal worlds and you're thinking about your grocery list or whatever else. And now minutes have passed and you realize you haven't heard a single thing that they've said and you're just praying, please don't ask me any follow-up questions. Sometimes the way we listen and the way we hear people or the way we understand what's happening around us can be a little bit broken and our brains are designed and we as people are always trying to fill in the blanks. And I think that Jesus' disciples felt like this a lot when they were listening to him, how he taught, he would use stories that they didn't always understand and often they would just look at each other and if no one was asking any questions, they would just nod their heads and move along. And today might be one of those passages. We're going to be starting in Luke chapter 8, verse 16 to 18. It's just a short passage, so we'll read it together and then we'll jump into it. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, nothing that is concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more, and whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Obviously, now that we've read through this passage, I'm sure you know exactly what Jesus is talking about. Something about light, something about being hidden, and something about taking from people and giving to people. I'm sure the people who heard him say this first were also a little bit lost, maybe a little bit confused. And again, as people, we want to fill in the blanks. So we just start making assumptions. Our brains jump in to fill in those holes. But you know what they say about assumptions. And often we find ourselves making incorrect assumptions that lead us to incorrect understanding. So as we go through these ideas, maybe if you've been around church or you've grown up hearing about the Bible or the words that have been spoken or written about there, there are other areas that talk about similar concepts. The idea of light is something that goes all through the Bible. So maybe you're thinking about God created light and Jesus is supposed to be the light of the world. Maybe there's something to do with that. In this hiddenness, even in this passage, there's many passages in the Bible that talk about our sins being found out, that the things that are done in darkness, the secrets in the hidden places will eventually come to light. So maybe this is a warning against us doing things and feeling like we're getting away with it. And the last part, who is something giving, taking, losing, taken away from us, it's, it's a little bit different from everything else. And even if our assumptions are partially right, if we don't take time to understand what it is, the way that we walk away will not be. The things that we do with this information will not be right. And so even though it's awkward sometimes to ask our friends what they're talking about or to tell our friend, I'm so sorry, I zoned out for like 20 minutes, I didn't hear a single word you just said. 
the best way to understand what's happening is to ask about the larger conversation. Fortunately, if you have been walking through our series with us, you know we've been going through Luke piece by piece by piece. And so if you are able to scroll back in your mind and remember what was said just two weeks ago, you will know exactly where this conversation is. Don't worry, if you don't remember, I won't tell the other pastors that you didn't pay attention and take detailed notes. We'll do a little bit of a summary here today. We talked about the parable of the sower, the parable of the seed, the person who scattered seed, and some places it grew, some places it died, and in the one place where there was good soil, it took root and it grew. And so there Jesus is talking about, and this part that we're reading today is actually the bottom of that thing that Jesus was saying. There's not even a break. So this passage is literally the last piece of what Jesus is saying in that whole spiel to his disciples. And so what is it that Jesus was trying to communicate? If you jump all the way to the top of this chapter, you see that Jesus came to teach and to speak about the kingdom of God. And maybe when you think about the kingdom of God, you picture some golden palace or castle in the sky, but that's actually not what the kingdom of God means. The place we go when we die is never what Jesus is referring to when he mentions the kingdom of God. What he is talking about is the whole reason that he came was to make God's kingdom, God's goal for the world real here through Jesus, to repair and to heal broken things, broken people, broken lives. And this is what he's coming. He's saying, if you let my word sit in your heart, it will begin to grow, it will begin to heal, and the broken pieces of yourself will be able to grow into something that is beautiful. So through that lens, let's go back through our three verses one more time. First, no one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed, but instead they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. So what is the light? The light is the word of the kingdom of God. Jesus is talking about the same thing as the seed, just with a slightly different image. He's using the image of a light on a stand. And so obviously he's saying if you were to light a lamp, and back then they didn't have iPhones with flashlights or a little device that they could just click on and off, they would have to literally light a fire, most of the time using oil, and use that to light their way. And he's saying if you had that, you wouldn't cover it. You're using precious resources. And you wouldn't put it under a bed, otherwise you might wake up to a very hot room. Hopefully a hot room and not yourself literally on fire. And yet, as he said this, he knew that that would be the reaction, that people would be thinking to themselves, obviously, who would be foolish enough to do that? And that is the reaction he was hoping for, because he's saying, who would be foolish enough to his disciples who he's been walking with, who have heard him teach, who have seen his life, would they be foolish enough to just keep that to themselves, to pretend that it's some guarded secret? No, they should put it out so that the light of Jesus can shine in them and through them to a world who needs to hear those truths. And that ties right into the next thing, the hidden and the disclosed thing. It's not the sin, it's not the mistakes, it's not my selfish or greedy ambitions that I've tried to keep out of the eyes of the people around me. No, it is the word of God. And he's saying that whatever I have taught you, whatever Jesus has taught, if we try and keep it hidden, even if we're too embarrassed or too scared or too nervous or don't think we'll do enough good enough job, whatever it is that we try to do to conceal it, eventually it's going to come out because Jesus is just so bright. His love is so big. Even in the word of God, it says that at the end, every eye will see, every ear will hear. 
And so we can try and hide it, or people in the world who don't want to talk about Jesus, who don't want to know, they can try and hide it, but at the end of the day, it will come out. And that leads us into the third and final part of this passage, which says, therefore, consider how you listen. For whoever has, more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Be careful how you listen. In other words, he's saying, use it or lose it. If you're someone who goes to the gym and works out, you know that taking even just a couple months off, those muscles start to deteriorate. Maybe you don't know looking at me now for a while, but pre-COVID, I was working out a lot with my brother-in-law and was in probably the best shape I'd ever been. And now I'm pretty sure the only muscles I still have are my biceps because I have to continuously carry my one-year-old who he looks small, but is very heavy. And so in our lives, if we hear the words of God, but don't actually listen, if we hear the teachings of Jesus, if we see the example of Jesus and we don't hear, we don't listen, we don't do something with it, eventually it will be lost. So this kind of makes me think as a parent, what does it actually mean to, to listen, to hear? Because a lot of times as parents, you might say to your kids, hey, pick up your toys, pick up your toys, pick up your toys. And if two minutes later you come back and your kid's still sitting on the couch, are you going to say to them, hey, did you hear me? And if they say back to you, yeah, you said pick up your toys a few times in a progressively more frustrated tone, you're not going to think to yourself, oh, I'm so happy they heard me. No, you're going to be frustrated because they're not actually doing anything with the information that they have clearly heard. And so in the same way here, Jesus is encouraging. He is reminding he is empowering and drawing attention to the importance of the fact that we need to actually do something when we hear, when we see the person of Jesus, when we hear his teachings, when we understand his example. If all of it is, is just information in our heads, it will never actually transform. It will never actually lead to the kingdom of God that he wants for us in our own lives to be healed, to be restored, to live free of anxiety and fear and worry, and to just be trusting and in connection with him and with the God who created us and everything else. And so here Jesus says, be careful how you listen. Because he knows just like a kid who ignores the repetition of their parents, that if we refuse to listen and we do nothing, eventually the words and the example of Jesus just becomes background noise in our minds. It becomes just like that weird creaky noise the first night at the cottage or at your friend's house that keeps you up at night, but a few nights later, you barely even notice it anymore. It's just a sound in the background that your brain filters out. And if we're not careful, the words, the teachings, the life of Jesus can become that background noise. So he says to us again, be careful how you listen. Be careful that you don't just hear and let it go in one ear and out the other. Be careful that you do something with the words I am saying. Be careful that you do something with the example that I am living out in front of you. And this is what he is saying to his disciples, the people who did life with him every day for years and who would eventually see him die on a cross to lay his life down so that their lives could be restored and renewed and reconnected with the king of the universe who is coming to mend and mesh all things back together. In Hebrews 3, the author writes, Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. 
You must warn each other every day, while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. And so Jesus again says to us, be careful how you listen. He knows why he came. He knows how big this is, this moment in history. And he is so worried that even the people who walked most closely with him are going to miss it. And so to us today, those words continue to echo, be careful how you listen. Actually listen, actually take hold. And just as the sower planted the seed, we need to make sure that our hearts are ready to actually take it in and to grow, to do something with it so that our lives can be transformed. I know for me personally, the more time I have spent reflecting on who Jesus is and the things that he has said, I have seen it transform the way I do life with my family, with my friends, the way I lead and the way that I love the people around me. And on the days and the weeks where I'm too busy to really reflect and to hear and to listen, the opposite is also true. So again, the challenge that I invite out to all of you is to be careful how you listen. This week, as you hear sermons, as you read the Bible for yourself, or as you think about things that you've heard through your life about who Jesus is, be careful how you listen and what you do with those things. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you cared enough about us to step down into our world that you left the perfect kingdom in heaven because you wanted that same perfection and wholeness to exist here. So God, I pray that we would not fight or resist or ignore that, but that we would take time to really take hold of the things that we hear about through the life of Jesus, through the teachings of Jesus, and that we would make them a part of the way that we do life every day. For the times that they have become background noise in our minds, God, we say sorry. And we pray that we would just allow you to bring them to the front of our minds in the moments that we need to be a little more gracious, be a little bit more loving, be a little bit more like you. Help us to follow you. Help us to hear you. In Jesus' name.